Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right, aloha, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Imperial Podcast. You're here with your host, the Viking. Yeah, and the Bourbon Cowboy. And we got Slim Jim over here on the grill. Slim Jimmy. And Bobby with the ones and twos. Bobby with the ones and twos. Yeah, I don't even know where I'm going with that one, but I'm running with it. Uh, so what's up, guys? We are out here for the last Battlehawk home game of the year. Um... We got our sweet little setup. Uh, this is a master brainstorming that set this shindig in. Uh, we got two canopies tied together and then uh, a tarp wrapped around it. So we're really cutting the wind down so we can just kind of hang out and not worry about anything. So um, being that it's the last Battlehog home game, we're all dressed up, wanted to keep everything in blue. So I grabbed a cigar we haven't visited in over a year now and these have just been sitting and kind of aging and i was kind of on the fence about this cigar when it first released if you remember um i wasn't too hype on it partially because i'm a huge fan of its original startup um and uh so it's the tatuale veracruz blue i think the last time we did this may have been an agua farm i think so um Podcast. I think so, but this is the this is a PCA release last year, um, 2022, and it's a rendition on the Veracruz, or if you're familiar, Red Label Tatuaje. Um, very same blend, just shade grown, wrapper square up, everything like that on the other end. So, um, yeah, all good. So we're diving into those, but I went with the blue because blue, 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 blue. blue. Yeah, I get it. It's kind of a blue thing today. So. Why don't you uh, tell everybody what we're drinking, because this is something new. Obviously, you've had it. Yeah, I don't know. I was at the store the other day, and I asked the guy, and he said, yeah, this just came out. It's a... Now, this is a Missouri bourbon, and it doesn't say Doc Holiday on it. It says Holiday. It's a soft red wheat, bottle and bond, 100 proof from Weston, Missouri. So it's still been Holiday. Oh, is it... It's been holiday. And yeah, you were talking. I said Doc. Yeah, you were talking. Uh, you can hardly stone. say holiday without Doc. I know. But anyway, this I'll be is Huckleberry. It should have followed up right away with that. But this says holiday, six year, soft red wheat, bottle and bond, a hundred proof. And um, anyway, we're gonna cheers that. Let's cheers that. I'm getting to that. Cheers, buddy. It's like the same mash bill. You just you taste that the wheat they're using. It's it's probably some sort of Missouri. It's a sweet wheat almost. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to ask. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I know we're not. We never claim to be super tasters, right? But that tastes like a weeded bourbon. Okay. Um, 
I'm fairly certain that if we didn't know it was weeded, we'd probably be like, oh, that's kind of tastes weeded, right? What is a red wheat? Never heard of a red wheat. Yeah, I've heard of the, um, a lot of people in Missouri do it. That What is that, red corn? The whiskey comes out red. You know what I'm talking about? It's like no. that heirloom red corn. Who does it? Um, Woodhat does it. <coughs> Still 630 did one. But, you know, it's good. They're, they're good little, I don't know, it's unique stuff. I don't know. So soft red wheat, I guess that's something that we'll dive into and kind of figure out what that is. But, man, this is awesome from, again, McCormick that you took us to when we were up in Weston a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that we fell in love with this, their bottle and bond a little over a year and a half ago. And now they're starting to press out more of these bottles. And that label is cool. Yeah, they kind of gone with an old school um, artwork, really kind of. I think the truck loading at the Rickhouse. Yeah, it's not yeah. super intense. It's um, more easy colors, black and red, basically. Mm -hmm. And they give you, which is really nice, they give you all the breakdown of how they put it together, which oh, not a lot. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's kind of like what, um, not the same thing, but kind of how like Four Roses has like OBSV and VSWT and you know whatever their their little coding is right. in the letters. Um, yeah, kind of cool. You know, I was actually talking to somebody the other day about this. Like, you know, they kind of went to the old school, the you know, kind of simple artwork label. You, I think I feel like you're starting to see, especially in cigars, and I think you're starting to see it in whiskeys too. Is you know how like cars started as like clunky little machines, then they got all blocky and now everybody likes the blocky retros and then cars became these like spaceship looking things and now vehicles are starting to go back to the blocky you know why it's called retro retro we're gonna redo it again right right that's all we keep doing i think you're starting to see that remember when labels all every label got real glamorous and label whores like us started coming around it's, <laughs> it's like guys levi's spot. don't ever throw them away because those oh, oh. those ice or the yeah no <laughs> We had the, um, oh, the torn knees. Uh, Stupid shit. But some was like ice jeans, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Put them in there, they'll be back. And uh, if nothing else, in 20 years, you can sell them and, I don't know. I had a pair of jeans go for like $18,000. Dude, I, I mean, even these, like, the Levi's, like these, I got like six, five or six pair of these. They're just slim straights or whatever. Like, I don't know what the number code is. I just like the way the jeans fit. These are every bit of 50-some dollars a pair. Well, the old minor jeans, when the Levi first came out, it's like canvas, like tent canvas. Yeah. It would take you a year just to get them broken. <laughs> You're not getting burns on your knees? <laughs> now that I've gone to the stretchies, I don't need to go back. I ain't never going back. Oh, yeah. fuck, no. Yeah, never. Because Stretchy I remember going down shit. to New Orleans, I like dropped like 10 pounds and went to New Orleans and I was in a 35. I needed a 40 coming back. And there's no give in the old jeans. Well, that's just cheating now. It's like and I had to say, oh, I'm open all, I had to have the button open the whole way home. I wear a 36, but I buy 34 stretchy, you know what I'm saying? I'm 34 stretchy. Cause they fit. 34 <laughs> stretchy, bro. It's fucking, it's crazy, man. That's not yeah, life. once you go stretch, you just don't go back. No fucking way, dude. I need a whole piece of the active man. I mean, who likes his drink and he likes to eat a little, you know, he's a carnivore. Yeah. Well, that's like, I remember when 
I was competing heavily. Like, I'm always around all these big, like, huge muscular dudes, right? So there was this jean company that came out called Barbell Jeans. And they were jeans that were actually made for, you know, like heavy squat dudes, guys that have, you know, fucking, you know, muscular thighs like that, right? Like relaxed thigh fit but or something. But the jeans cost 200 fucking dollars. Holy shit. You know what I mean? It's like, so you made it, you made a jean for these big bound muscle heads, these guys that are, you know, I'm talking guys that squat eight, nine hundred thousand pounds, right? Their fucking hamstrings and quads are this thick, but you want them to give you $200 for a fucking jean to fit. You know? Oh, that's crazy. That's one wonder you always see them walking around in sweatpants. It's the only fucking thing that stretches over their legs. You know? It's crazy. <laughs> hey, I had this crazy thought. If you look at Jim's, um, see his crown royal? Yeah. I was thinking about doing a patch in purple, Craft Imperial, with the same lettering as Craft Royal. Yeah. Do a little purple and gold. Give it a little something. Yeah. Do a little yeah. patch. Nice. That's looking good, Jimmy. He's got some beautiful bacon and some potato string. I mean, when we tell you guys that Slim Jim's over here cooking, I don't think you quite fucking understand what I mean. He literally has this stuff going on. He's got an entire knife block over there. You see that? Yeah. Literally. Entire knife block. The whole thing's going on. Alright, so fantastic. I don't know if it's time, but I think we should get into the whole Battle Hawk scene. Yeah, let's we're, here. we're here. And now today we play um, the Orlando Guardians. Orlando Guardians. We play at eleven o'clock and you know, they've won one game all year, is that correct? Yes. I, okay. So let's just say when we walk out so of the door. <laughs> What's up, man? Until it didn't matter. I'm Mark. Jacob. Nice to meet you, brother. Jacob, nice to meet you. Um, so let's say they win, which they will. So we come out victorious. We will be 7-3. and three. Yes. So the Seahawks play Sunday night. Yep. And they walk out Dragons. victorious. The Sea Dragons. Sorry. Same city, different animal. I forget there's an NFL uh, <laughs> league in the United States. I forgot about that. Um, and they win. So we're tied. Tied for the two best, three best teams in the North. Now it's all going to come down to this weirdo um, tiebreaker by points. So there is a good chance we don't get to the playoffs. For sure. St. Louis is number one in merchandising, number one in attendance, number one in um, TV revenues, meaning people are watching the Battle Hawks, viewership is high, and I think that accounts for, and I'm just throwing out a number, 65% of all the XFL, what they're doing right now. Hold that. Yeah. No, I 100% I agree. I mean, I think that it's – we were talking earlier. The entire scenario that we have for this playoff thing is fucking weird, dude, right? So it's like if we win and Seattle loses, we're in, right? If we both lose, we're in, right? But if we both win, we have to score 19 more points than whatever Seattle scores, 
Right. Or we're not in. But right. what if we tie all of those? Do we go to like tailgaters? Are we counting tailgaters? Like who has the best tailgaters? Well, they don't want to do that. You guys, you get all fucked. We got a hell of a lot of tailgaters. We, put, we pack. There, we have the, what's the lowest number we've had in a game here? Thirty-three thousand. I'm just saying 32, this lot 000? right here will be full by game time. So I don't know, man. It's just it's going to be ridiculous if we don't get in, and it's going to hurt the XFL. So if all the bloggers who thinks it's uh, rigged, if it is, we're in. <laughs> Us being in is the only way this league survives. I'm sorry. Honestly, if you are setting something up, you set it up so we play decent or we play somebody in in Austin because you already have people like we've heard people just walking around the dome. Like people are planning their road trip to Austin. Like they're going. Yeah. And like shit. Let's be honest. If they got in, and shit, you guys might still go. I don't know if they get in, but. If we were all here, I guarantee we'd be there. I mean, we'd fucking drive down there for the weekend. If they make it to Austin, I'm going. Or San Antonio, sorry. Am I saying Austin? Yeah, it's at the Alamo Dome. Hell yeah. Who's, Why not? The Longhorn, whose stadium is that? The Brahmas. No, no, no. College Stadium plays in there. Oh. At the Alamo Dome. <laughs> the Brahmas Stadium. Yeah, they're renting that motherfucker. <laughs> We are literally the only team in the XFL that can say they have their own stadium. <laughs> yeah. If you want, just for some tension. We can. I mean, the more we attach to it, it makes it harder for someone to steal it. Here's another crazy thing. We have five home games. The first one was exactly the same wind, probably 25, 30 miles an hour. It was cloudy. May have been even drizzling, rained like hell the night before. We had a tent, we, we survived. The next one was so fucking cold, we we didn't even come down here till game time. Yeah, but that game, wasn't it fucking, what, 42 and 35 mile an hour wind? Wind, windy. Like then pop it. The third Don't one. Don't shoot it. I'm trying. Pop it. <laughs> you need the. Boom. You need the sword. Boom. Get so anticlimactic. <laughs> By the way, they're trying to pop champagne. Get That's what's damn going on. Bottle. They've got three people working on it and can't get. No the one's ever out. worked that hard for a mimosa. There's three people pushing on that. Give me that damn bottle, Save man. Get the motherfucker. Oh, boy, that was a loser. Anyway. Ah! You also. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. <laughs> anyway, so the third one, we had like 65, 66, sunny, freaking beautiful. Remember, we were all set up over there in the middle? Oh, yeah, for sure. And now these last two, in the last two weeks, it's been 75, 80 degrees every day, hardly any wind. It's been gorgeous, except it doesn't matter whether we were Sunday, Saturday, whatever the time schedule. Well, dude, the next week is like 65 and fucking windy. It's crazy. Well, I will say this. Thank God for the sun. 
because yeah. the sun accounts for a lot. Well, this was an awesome idea. I believe you and Slim Jim put it together this week, but hooking up this way, right? And I think a lot of people forget this that haven't grown up by the water or been on the water. People seem to forget, like, it's not this windy at your house or my house right now. But you're down here. The river's right over there, right? I got a swirl. So when the wind that. comes down over that water and picks back up, you get all that moisture. It's going to cool the air down more, you know? Um, well, when I got up, it was probably 43. It was very calm. Mm -hmm. And I was loading the truck up. And I'm like, oh, we're going to be fine. And the minute we pull in and I see the flags, yeah, I'm like, they're standing straight sideways. That's why I laugh. I'm coming to meet you so we can roll in together to make sure we coordinate our spots. I'm just bumping music, cruising. I'm like, oh, there's the stadium. I'll turn. I look up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it on the water. Fuck. Literally, if you pull down and make a left and a right, there's White Castle. Yep, yep. So, what do you think? I will say this, though. Like, it's chilly outside, but it's not because, like, the sun's on us. We're not getting so, any wind. Super sweet. But this whiskey's, like, in the perfect temperature. I know. It's not cold, here. but it's, you know, it's not warm, you know. The thing I'm finding about that is it's rather light. You know? I just have never... T taste profile, it's light. I'm a weeded bourbon guy. You're a weeded... We love yeah. Weller. Yeah. That's a weeded bourbon. And when I saw it, I was like... I said to the guy, he says, did this just come out? And he said, yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm getting that. I I'll give it a shot. Because I've been looking for a few things that haven't come in yet. Honestly, it didn't come up that way. And um, anyway... I think, it, I think it's really good. Yeah. You said bottle I picked up last night? I sent you? You sent me a picture? The blade and bow? Oh, I didn't know that was you. I was at, um, over at uh, Paul Swanstrom's, uh, and Paul Cast, we had a little bourbon deal over at his house for a couple hours. I have one of those bottles, but it's, they're fucking very good. They are so, well, I haven't had one in five, four or five years. I mean, they became so allocated. You know, it's one of the most sought after Stitzel Weller products now. And your boy, Vinny, these once Dave, when Dalton's get here, I got to take a picture and send it to Vince. But, uh, you remember that place we podcast at, Craft Eats and Drinks? Yeah. Now it's called Vittori, and they completely redid the place. Vince is the general manager there now. And let's put it this way. We walk in there, first drinks are on the fucking house, and you want to talk bourbon, dude? This is my man. You want to talk fucking bourbon? He's already got me a bottle of Old Fitz 15. I have it. What? Nailed it. Vince Darn. did? Yep. Blade and bow last night. Oh Keep my fucking, god. Well, I guess I'll have to get with Vince. We're gonna we're gonna hook up. So there's a lot of stuff that we'll talk about, but I wanted to shout him out. We're gonna be doing a podcast there in a couple of weeks on the weekend, do a little dinner thing, but um him and I got to talk and it was probably three, four weeks ago, and I told you the old location that was crap. I don't want to shit talk the owners, that's not right, but the management they had in place, like it was October of last year was the last time I was there until the first week of April, right? And we had gone in there and the place had just gone downhill, man. It like turned into like kind of a weird dive bar and like we're sitting there and we got a, I got a couple of beers and the whole time I'm sitting there, there's this pile of dishes stacking up to the left of me. And there's like ranch sauce on the floor, just nothing. 
Eventually, I was like, dude, fuck this. I'm leaving. I put 20 bucks on the counter and just walked out. I like, never, never went back. It was a um, Sunday. I was driving around. We had, I had just pulled all the palms out. And I was, I wonder if Kraft's still, but I walk in and like, there's a big ass liquor cabinet in the front. The lights have changed. I look up at the bar, I'm like, holy shit. Like somebody here likes Heaven Hill. Lies Craig 18, two different barrel proofs. Um, toasted, old yeah, but fits, how do you fucking, get all of that and just I'll open explain up? explain that, not here. Um, but uh, I'm just saying yeah. that's to open up and you got all that. That's uh, amazing. But I'm sitting there and I'm looking. There's Vince just hunched over and I go, hey, yo, give him my name. And we start talking. I tell him the whole story and he starts telling me he's in the restaurant industry for 20 years in the city. I'm like, you know, I won't really remember any of these restaurants, but like, where'd you work? He goes, well, I was the chef at Jackson's downtown. I'm like the Dalton's Jackson's? He goes, yeah. I'm like, you know, Dave and Andy? He goes, yeah. I'm like, you know, Maddie, you know, how? He goes, how do we know the same people? So we started hooking up and we're talking. So I saw him last night. Um, we were talking shit. He, I got the blade and bow. He, he's got, he got my old fits. Um, and I found this other one that we're going to do on the podcast. You may, I'll send you a picture of it, but I tasted it. And I was like, I got to have that. Like, it's great. It was like 50 bucks for it. But again, it's a heaven hill product. It's called. Is it a rye? Nope. It's a barrel proof weed, a weeded barrel proof. Huh. I don't know what, what the hell is it called. I don't know. I don't know. I was gonna bring it. I left it on the fucking bar. But um, um, yeah, Vince was always my man. I'd come in late or whatever, and I'd be like, "Is the kitchen closed?" Vince come around the corner and he'd be like, "Hodge, what do you want? I'll run back there and I'll make you whatever the hell you want." He was always the man. I always liked his shit. He's awesome. I'm excited, man. That's cool. Hell yeah. All right. Well. Season finale happened. Season finale happened. Uh, the Mandalorian season. Is that finale didn't happen yet? What do you mean? There's one more episode. There is? There's eight episodes. It ain't no more episode. No, there's one more episode. Se oh, I thought that was the season finale. No, no there's one more episode. Wait, did I... You're talking about when Moff Gideon kill when Paz gets fucked up by the Imperial Guards? I mean... Don't, if, if, I haven't seen anything after that. Mando gets taken away. Oh, no. There's another one? Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. I saw the last well, you know, I saw there's seven. all these conspiracy theories that the... That the, um, one of the, the, the main chick who's the welder. Yeah, the armor. The yeah. armor, like, she's with Moff Gideon and there's going to be a big to-do whatever and no but it was I watched it last nope, Thursday night. The, the one I watched I watched on, well that would make sense I watched it Tuesday was when they go back to Mandalore yeah well you haven't seen the final but it's it's over now it's, it's all in it in the books but I will say this the only thing I don't like is how they rush everything to tie things in. You know what I'm saying? They're always tying little bits here in, little Does bits it in end here. good? Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I yeah, yeah. Yo, I was pissed when my boy died, alright? Well somebody fucking dies for sure. Who? I can't why did I tell me? Just tell me, I didn't know who dies. Well, apparently Moff Gideon is gone. Again? Apparently. Again? Again. Again. Yeah. And he killed like all of his drones. Anyway, but they just have these little 
these little tidbits, you know, and they just seem off script. Like, okay, we're going to go out of the original story just to do this little blip yeah. to tie something in. Well, I was having a conversation with, with a guy I worked with the other day or yesterday, and we were talking about Mando, Last of Us, and um, he watches Last of Us. We were talking about how great the fucking show was. It was awesome. And he brings up, he goes, now before I say this, I don't want you to think I have a problem with people being gay. I'm like, well, I don't either, so you're not going to fucking offend me. He goes, but the one thing, he was the video game guy, right? I was like, oh, my, my fucking buddy's son played the game, and like, he loved it and said it was good. And, but we all said the same thing. That one episode they did in The Last of Us, it was an hour and ten minutes long about Bill's relationship, right? I have zero problem with the fact that he was a gay man and they showed all that. That was great. But did that really need to take an hour and some change of a show just to end with it just Joel coming up? Yeah, you know, it's it, like, and he's even he said in the video game, you don't see any of that. Like Bill, Bill doesn't die. He doesn't kill himself. You do I see mean, his I lover. I think they were trying to do something politically correct to help. You would hope whatever, not. I mean, but. And I so, loved, I loved how they added that story in, but you could have done that story in 30 minutes. Then when I got out, we were talking about Mandalorian, and I'm like, it was either episode three or four or whatever, when they went to the New Republic, that whole episode about the ex-Imperial people that went to the New Republic, and then like she zaps the doctor in the end. Did that need to take an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah. There is some weird things, but I think they're all tie-ins. It's kind of like Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett was fucking going nowhere, man. Bubba this, Fett was like an in-between season of Mandalorian. And then all of a sudden, it's like, holy shit, we better put an episode of Mandalorian in here. We're <laughs> fucked. But anyway, I wanted to get to this because I was thinking about this. We got all this Marvel comic shit that's been going on for years now. We got Batman. We got Superman. Now we got games, The Last of Us. We've got Mario Brothers. We got all this shit. And I start thinking about what I watch cartoon-wise and really liked. And one of my favorite cartoons was Johnny Quest. You know, you had Race Banner. Johnny Quest? Yeah. And, all the, and they would go on these adventures with Haji and Bandit and uh, the, his little buddy, the Indian kid, I don't know, but they would fly on these cool-ass jets and they would have these adventures they would go on. Dude, that would be a total cool series. Well, that's like... To have Johnny Quest come out. We talked about, like you just said, Super Mario Brothers, right? When I saw the trailer that that thing came out... Do you remember Johnny Quest? And Haji, I've got comic books. I've got the... So wouldn't that make a great series to, to do that? That would be awesome. Well, my point is, like, what I'm getting at Johnny with Quest. you is, like, you guys know Johnny Quest. That'd be great. You watch Johnny Quest. When I was a kid, Power I was Rangers. playing... Dude, they've been doing Power Rangers for 30 fucking years. <laughs> no, I was with Super Mario Brothers, right? That was the yeah, game, right? I played Super Mario. When I saw that Mar basically Mario Kart became a movie, I'm like... That's great. So a bunch of 35-year-olds are going to go to this movie. Ain't no kid playing Mario Kart. I was playing uh, Pokemon Snapshot with my kids. Like, who's got the best pictures? You go through the adventure. You... Oh. Never done Pokemon Snapshot? Oh, dude, it's awesome. Is that you the one where you walk around? Well, like, you're, you're on a, a fucking... thing, and you're going, and then you, you're you looking around, and you look around, and all of a sudden, there's, like, Charland, Charmander, and you're like, cheek, 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 and you get rated on the picture shot that you got a Charmander, 
and then Arabat and all these things, and then you get to the end and you're all your points add up. And I was like, oh, I won. Dad won. Yeah, I was never ass guys. I was never like I didn't play the card games, but like I did. It was kind of funny, like. Well, you'd buy booster packs and like I trade them for weekie lunch at school. Like I get little foil cards and like I trade them so I can get some extra money to get fucking recess lunch. Yeah. You were lighter on you. <laughs> you know, as our times go on, I really believe that Kraft Imperial needs to develop Bacon a lighter. Cheese bites? Yes, sir. Whoa. Oh no. Hello. They're a little stuck, but that's all right. Oh yeah. All right, good. <laughs> She's biting. Amy works at one of the the schools that Bob is the dare officer at, and Bob had all three of our kids in there at that school. Oh, right on. Two of them have ex- experienced Luckies for their 21st birthday. Oh, okay. Jacob, our oldest, was the first one that Bob came to his 21st birthday in the middle of COVID. We had a driveway party with a bottle. Nice. So. Nice. So, so everybody and knows. That's his bar. Luckies is a bar that Slim Jimmy put together and they call it Lucky's and that's Bob's basement man cave for all his family and his kids. I've been down there on several occasions. Very nice. Yeah. Keep going. No, 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 no. Everything is... uh, Oh, really? Oh, we'll have to ask him. So give him ask him. Yeah. Have you I ever given him one of ours? No, I have. You got it. Yeah, all I got, right. I got all in the bag. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I look forward to seeing Amanda. I mean, it, I don't know. So let's talk to Scar real quick. What do you think today doing this right now? Like on the Patreon, guys, you'll see a video. Uh, we took video to put up there and everything like that, but. We're standing out here in the tailgate. It's nice. We're literally we're standing. It's actually kind of great. Um, I like this cigar, but I'm telling you, things like when I pick up this cigar, it feels light to me. Now I don't know if my hand can tell. I don't know like weight, how little it gets. But this cigar feels light to me. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Um, I don't know that I can tell the grams or density of a cigar just by holding it. But you can feel some cigars aren't as dense as others. That is there. Like I had certain a lot cigars, of cigars last night, and definitely this yeah, feels well, lighter than a lot. Certain of cigars, and don't again ring gauge and length. That don't let that fool you. Can have a Corona that weighs more than a Toro, right? Just the density and, and what's being used, right? You know, like type of tobacco. Some broadleaf's going to weigh more than a, a Seiko, right? Lijero's going to be uh, bolder and, and thicker than a wrapper, right? Depending on what you're playing with, you know. So it it gets interesting in that fact, but. Some cigar guys right there. What's up, boys? What's up? How's it going? Come on in. We're, we're Craft Imperial. I don't know if Jimmy sold us about you, but we've been doing podcasts now for three years. Uh, what what episode? We usually talked about it. Where are we episode-wise? Uh, 150 some. 150. And um, we talk about bourbon and cigars every week on our podcast. We do have our own cigar line. This is our first 
cigar. This one here is the Cyclops. We have a Hooligan and a Reaper. What do you feel like smoking? What was that best cigar of your life? Three bad bitches was what the guy told me. I was in Orlando. Okay, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah. Here. It was one of the best cigars. I'm really surprised that you had that in Orlando because I bet you any amount of money it's a Platique cigar. And Platique cigars down in Florida are not was, that big. Uh, it was Gillian? Dead, Gillian. Dead, Gillian. Dead, Dead 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 Oh, Deadwood. Yeah. 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 Deadwood tobacco down in North so. Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what is? What do you have? The hooligan? Yep. And, and the cyclops. That's cool. You cyclops. guys can try them both and well, talk yeah, about them. Well, yeah, you guys can have fucking. Oh, Dalton's are coming. Yeah, they're yeah, coming. Right. All right. Pull down. Push down, man. Yep. But that cyclops is yeah. our first blended that cigar. Line right there. Okay. Right there, just right above the line. Huh? Mm. Is it breathing? Okay. As long as, so like when we look at it, even though you cut it down a little further, just pay attention. See this little so split So he's giving right them all there? the uh, Just make sure to keep, your eye, to cut keep it. Your, your eye on that. Get it Just left. because you cut down a little further, all it means is the shoulder's been grill. exposed, right? Slim Jim's got a keep bunch Keep that towards the roof of your mouth. Bacon. The and the moisture of your mouth. What do you got in the uh, covered right. stove there? Thanks, sir. Uh, you have your lighter on you, buddy? Wow. And both of these do have shagged foots, so there's no need to toast them. Throw them up in your mouth and just go ahead and get them lit, okay? So, have some more of this holiday? Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, thank God for the sun today because it has made this day great. There's hardly a cloud in the sky, a few puffies floating around. Yeah. Looks like the, the first big lot's getting Bro, filled up. Bro, did you up. see the sky last night? Was it all red? It was like illuminated, man. It just, it was, you know, at, at 11.30 at night, it was like, it was at, you know when there's a full moon and no clouds, there's kind of a glow in the sky? Yeah. It was like that, but it was just a little crescent moon. Clear as shit. Like, the, the star uh, coverage was, fuck, you'd have thought we were in the desert somewhere. Just littered in the sky. I came home last night. I got home about 9.30. And I've been watching this series on um, Netflix called Chimp Planet or Chimp something. It's about these group of chimpanzees. Dude, they've just found these chimpanzees. The monsters? And they're they fucking They walk upright, huge. they can use stone tools oh, and shit. Oh, dude, yeah. they're huge. And their groups of one is a, called the Central Chimp Group. There's like 125 of them, and they got a male chimpanzee that looks like a gorilla yeah see that's that's what happens there so just take um how old are you anyway if you guys haven't watched it i thought it was really cool I'll show you a trick that's a four uh it's like a four episode limited edition no, I'm just kidding. I'm 24. i don't give a shit we've got some repair work looks like it. what did he drop it or what, what happened they cut it oh too far. cut its fucking head off let that dry. I know better too. Yeah, my fun. dad's. Fun. My dad's. Ah, God damn it! I got part of my toe. Ah. <laughs> my dad bought one of the old Snooks humidors. Yeah. It's like the four foot. Yeah, yeah. The big foot. cabinets. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got one of those. That's awesome. Yeah, let that dry up, and then just you should be. You'll be fine through that now. Yeah, yeah. Hold the smoke a little bit. When you when you draw that smoke in, hold it for a second, and let it go. Push your tongue against the roof of your mouth, 
and swallow down and taste everything in that tobacco. Don't hold it like a bong hand, dude. Just you still breathe. Let it go. There you go. Swallow that. Oh, yeah. Taste, taste all that in there. Yeah. So, anyway, I watched this chimp series, and it's crazy, man. These To watch these chimps, they look just like human. I mean, I think they've got like 95 or 96% yeah, of all of our genes and whatever. They're, dude. Now, tell me Darwin wasn't right. And they're, and they're just <laughs> fucking walking around in the woods like. Well, yeah, so I remember. The guy <laughs> is standing up, and he's like. I thought I remember talking to you about this. So they said that those chimpanzees, they're finding out, they're starting to use, like, they're using sticks to catch things. So what right? you're saying is Planet of the Apes is coming. Yes, but this is actually something I heard on, on a podcast. They were like, what scares the shit out of me is in 600 years when they learn to light a fire, right? Being the people that we are, our initial reaction is going to be to go kill those motherfuckers or put them in a cage. And he goes, what happens when you take the smart monkey and you put it in a cage? One of the greatest movie films of all time. <laughs> I'm telling you, everything that we've seen on in these movies is all going to come to fruition. Yeah. Speaking of shows on Netflix, you have to watch Florida Man. I already seen the whole series. God, it was good. It was hilarious. It was great. It was hilarious. Yeah, I watched that and uh, I watched another one, Obsession. Um, kind of a sexual thing. Like, this girl and um, a guy get together. She meets his dad, and she's, like, digging the dad. So she's having a relationship with the dad and him. And, dude, it is it is out there. you got to watch that. It is crazy. Wow. It's like I, on a six, six, seven episodes, whatever, and that was pretty uh, groovy. We've been, Janine has always been a... Uh, Trekkie, so we've been watching Picard. We've got a few episodes left in that. That's interesting. And uh, anyway, it's been good, man. But the whole monkey thing, I just utterly amazed how much they are just like us. But they have groups, right? So tell There's me. There's the Westerners who the central uh, chimps got a lot of fruit and a lot of meat and right. shit and there's a hierarchy and there's the alpha chimp and then the other group has an alpha chimp and how they work in the hierarchy and everything I, I just found it fascinating and it, what's even more fascinating how they filmed it I mean dude all That's these chimps are coming through the woods like this Ooh, ooh, ooh. And they've got film of all of it. Well, them. they probably went out and set up cameras, dude, because I don't... <laughs> that had to be a huge undertaking. If someone walks into your house and starts recording you, what you going to do? Right. Now, never mind that. With a chimp, they can literally grab your arms and rip them off your but fucking body. I'm just body. wondering yeah. if they've got... They would have to have some droids. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got little droids. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know how they did it. Just the how they made it would be interesting to see. Dude, uh, you, you know that they can take drones. Like, that's how they do that. Um, uh, Disney did that uh, planet, planet Earth, Earth planet. Well, they got drones like, that are like little. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there. how that nobody was like hiding in the bush watching a lion take down a gazelle, right? No, the drones fly in, they mount these little cameras, and they leave, and the camera sits there for months. 
and then eventually you fly it back, you pick it up, and someone combs through the footage until you piece this shit together. You know, it's crazy as shit. Anyway, I found that interesting, and I was like, I said, life's pretty good when you get home from a little bourbon gathering and sit there for an hour and watch chimpanzees mm-hmm. try to kill each other. I found some crazy. Uh, I've been trying to set up. Um, looking for some cool cool stuff like i found some really unique movies and i've been starting to buy they're not they're not like b footage movies but they're like short not the best actors are in it but the storylines are really cool and i can buy them for like a dollar so i'm getting all of them because i'm like i find them we'll on, be doing some, on, the lower, on the lower yeah. back side after you get through the renoms like I just I just watched uh, Righteous Thieves. It's all prime. I watched Into the Ashes, and it had the guy from Yellowstone, uh, Luke Grimes in it, yeah, and a couple others, and it was really good movie. Honestly, you can go back and find some of them with a lot of good actors that are hot now yep. that weren't at the time. It was actually Jason Mamone has some B movies back in there. Oh, yeah. 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 It was actually funny. Um, Wayne was watching um, Not Another Teen Movie the other night. It's that spoof. It's a spoof on 90s rom-com movies, like teen rom-coms. And What's Chris, a rom-com? Like the t- 90s teen movies, like 10 Things I Hate oh. About You, Never Been Kissed, oh. things like that. It's a spoof on that. And uh, um, I look at it and I go, you know what's funny? Is Chris Evans is making fun of Freddie Prince Jr., He's making fun of his characters in those 90s movies. And Chris Evans went on to have a way better career than Freddie Prince Jr. She goes, what do you mean? I'm like, this fucking Captain America, dude. <laughs> she goes, what? I'm like, it's Captain America. You know, it was just funny, but... Uh, have you ever thought about what, if you were a superhero, what you would want to be? I mean, is there a superhero with a beard that big hanging no, off their face? Even Thor don't play with this <laughs> shit. It's not very aerodynamic. It flies up into your eyes. Oh, uh, uh, here we go. He's in the air, but whoa, he can't see <laughs> shit. He's got hair all over his eyes. It's so funny when I dive into the pool. I dive in and I got to go. Fucking <laughs> hair goes up like that. Or if you jump off a cliff, the beard goes up. Yep. Can't see shit. You don't know where you're going when you're going because this shit's mad. Hey, I, by, speaking of that, it was funny. I'm going down 270, and listen, when you are up north every day, you see some weird shit. Some guy had an old, beat up suburban, and he's coming down, and the hood flipped up over the. His hood latch broke or something and came right over the windshield, and he was so lucky he was in the out lane yeah. and he pulled over. Oh my god. I, you see some shit like going down the highway and some guy's got his bumpers all tied up and he's on four of the donuts. Dude, well that's like so we're picking up the sprinter, right? And uh and I'm loading it onto the fifth wheel and all that and like everything's plugged in and hooked up. I'm like, what's this ripcord for? <laughs> the guy goes, Well, so say you're driving down the road and it just kind of pops off. When that cord gets pulled, it puts the brakes on the RV. And I'm like, does that happen? He goes, "Eh, no. 
I'm like, yeah, it does. What the fuck? I've seen because RVs over. Make sure, yeah. Make sure it's attached. So now it's funny, like when it's hooked on there to make sure it's on, I push up on it until it lifts the back end of the truck up and I put it down. I've totally happened that to me with my little trailer with my lawnmower on it. I'm taking it into town. And when you put, like, you hook up the chains after you hook your ball on. So I thought the ball was down and hooked, but somehow when I'm coming down from my garage, that hook wasn't come, and the latch popped up. So now I'm going down a hill and just enough wave that it comes off the hitch. And <laughs> drag him by the chest. And it hits the back of my truck. And I, oh. Janine and I was like, oh shit. So I slowed down and it went ran and the train didn't do anything. It was, yeah. I was lucky, but you always got to make sure that hitch is locked down. Always, yeah. But, guys, so how are you feeling about this car out here? I it's grown it. on me and you can kind of see, like, they're, they're starting to age pretty well. You see all the, the freckles? Yeah. The toothiness that's developing onto the wrapper, that's not something that's always been there. We're going to hard ignore this guy. And it's a good, the way it's set up, it, you know, the cigar is actually aging much better than, it's got a very, see how well that works? It's got a very good um, kind of textured taste to it now, which is unique. Um, it's still not nearly as strong as traditional red label. And I've, I've seen a lot of guys say that it is. I don't think it is. I, these are two, originally when I smoked them, you know, I was like, oh, I didn't have a red label to smoke directly next to it, but I didn't see anything wildly different about them. Now, I do. Like, when you smoke the, the Amorites, my favorite size on those, the Torpedoes, against this, they are worlds apart, the cigars, which is, which is awesome. And I got a 25 count box of these, which is cool. So, but this, what about? Um, and I don't mean to jump ship on this, but, but I'll forget about it. Remember me telling you about the new Tatawahe pork chops or whatever they? Did you ever? They're out. Do we ever get any of those? I've got six coming, um, but we can. It's about 320 for the package for 25 of them. We can go get them if you want to get them. I didn't know. I well, let's. If I've got, got them on hold. Coming, let's try them and see. Well, yeah, they're on hold from two different spots, so we can go get them. Uh, but they'll be here on on Tuesday. Whatever happened to the uh, 12 gauge? Never. No. So, shout out to Riverside, the homies down there. They oversold them. So, took orders as they were filling. They suddenly filled. Don't have enough for this over here. Right. So we got $125 credit at Riverside. So just waiting on. And obviously the uh, farm, the Rock Hill Farms never showed. Nope. Yeah. That's why. That's why I told. Um, I got it. Jay and I, I was it. like, yeah, don't even just, uh, just let me know. I still need an email so I can send you those fucking tickets. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that was a whole completely covered though. Like I held the payment, got the monies back. We're good to fucking go. Uh, oh, that's a, that over and over. It's a beautiful truck. Yeah, it's pretty glamorous, but man, it's a good-looking truck. I mean, trucks are just crazy. That was my model. It's a, it's a custom, but that's the high country side of it. Yeah. And what does that high country go for? You think sixty? Really? Yeah. I would think it'd have been more. Well, honestly, I'm sorry. It depends. If it's the 2500, it's going to be more. If it's the 1500. Roughly around. I mean, 60. literally, I uh, twenty five hundred. You got to have specific needs to really need that. Only Otherwise, fucking reason that thing's there. 
only yeah. reason. And it was hard for me, man. You know how I felt about that thing. I love that thing. Um, but I might have, you know, if you, if I'd have known you were kind of doing that, I might have, I don't know, maybe I would have upgraded to your giddy up. I might have bought yours if I'd have kind of known about it. But you wouldn't have given me what they gave me. <laughs> Listen, all all trucks are around 25, 30 grand now anymore. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, and I, mean, I was, stopped in the other day. He goes, uh, a truck with a, how many miles are on yours? 58. Holy shit. A hundred thousand truck right now. I mean, you know, twenty five thousand. Dude, trucks, trucks now, and, and again, I don't know how any of that works logistically. With like, I do know, um, you know, from talking with Brian at Lit and everything like that. I do know that like after COVID, I think like the last vehicle, even still yet, the vehicle that's taking the longest to recover are pickup trucks. They're just not, you know, because most pickup trucks are like. What's the best mileage a truck's gonna get? 22 on the EcoBoost? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is it worth having that or is it worth buying the the SUV or the Suburban or a Tahoe that's getting 2830? It's the same size, you're just not, you don't have a truck bed. Yeah. Right? You know, so. And there's that crazy fucking electric push that I think is absolutely stupid. Dude, have you seen those Ravions, those electric yeah, trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're stupid as shit. Pull in here. I mean, how much nicer can it be? I mean, walk in there and see how nice it is. Well, I think it's going fantastic, man. Yeah. I mean, shit, what time is it? Are we... It's 9. 9 o'clock? Yeah. So, we literally have, I mean, we won't even go in until 10.30. Yeah, we won't start walking that way until 10.30. 9 o'clock, well. Yeah. We'll what? push this uh, another little bit. Yeah. Wrap it up. 20 minutes, so Start yeah. getting, getting into it. So, what else is new? I mean. Um, I mean. Really excited for the future on our cigars, right? We've got, you've got some awesome fucking drawn up stuff. Um, waiting on. Are we waiting things on things to arrive? Our sizes to come in so we yes. can smoke some of these. Some of those should be in your box today or tomorrow. The new. Uh, the Bellicosa. Bellicosa yeah. Cyclops. Correct? Yes. yes. Bellicosa Slackhouse, because that's what we're considering is bringing back into our market on the uh, on the box cigars. We're going to try to bring in the Hooligan in a box cigar, and we're trying to bring in the Cyclops into the humidors in the Bellicosa. I don't know exactly what size box they'll be at this point, but um, we're considering on the Hooligan, like having the Super Hooligan, um, a Super Toro, and we've had those, and everybody, they've been really well received. It's just, it's just a power pack of the of the Hooligan and the Cyclops, which everybody's love. I still think that's probably one of my favorite, maybe just because it's my first. All the cigars are great, but for some reason, I love that that uh, Pennsylvania Broadleaf and. Um, Lancero in there. I just love it. And so, by the way, and I, I'm telling our, our guys on the podcast that we're 
bringing a box cigar out with that, and it's going to be a Bellicosa. So that should be fun. And then uh, the Hooligan, we're going to box that at a Super Toro, which we have smoked before, and we had some. And uh, so we're trying to get that all lined up in the next couple months. Yeah, that have be, a mid to late summer or early fall release of our boxes in those yeah, sizes. That would be awesome. And then um, the Moon Tower, we're still... You, well, wait, a little bit longer, a little longer. They're not... Right. They're good. I mean, they're maturing way faster than I thought they would this time around, um, but not, not yet. Not, just not yet. They're not quite there. I don't want to sit on it too long, you know? But also, you want to make sure that it's what we had. You know what I mean? Like, the consistency's got to be key with it. Um, By the way, this is going to shock you a little bit. No, it's not. I bought a bottle of tequila the other day. That does fuck me up a little bit. Yeah. It is a... Um, I think the name of it is 1149. Yep, no idea. I had it at Westchester's. <laughs> you remember that bottle of tequila I bought that was a skeleton? Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle's great, though. <laughs> yeah, I had it at uh, one of the owners down at Westchester's let me try it, and I was like, John? man, that's fabulous. Um, let me see if I can get you a picture of it. All right, I'm going to move over and have a pour of this JTS while we're on if you guys remember uh this is mickey's favorite right mickey peg no mickey peg is uh jw Dent. um jts brown this is heaven hill juice um a one of one of the bourbon cowboys awesome fucking 20 dollar fines uh the 100 proof bottle and bond um, an absolutely unique splam, or <laughs> splam, bang of vanilla and an awesome oaky finish to it. It's actually really good. I joke about this. It kind of tastes like an incense or like a wax melt. A what? A wax melt. Like a wax thing. It tastes like that thing smells. Oh. I'm looking for a picture of this. Anyway, he poured me it and... Um, I was like, man, I really like that. And I know summer's coming. We're no, getting ready we're for the that. pool. And um, <laughs> you know, I was like, man, that's pretty. The water. <laughs> They gave it back, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah, there's we don't, just, I'm, really I'm glad we got to enjoy time. that moment when we were over at your house. Was that last year? Year before? I remember we came yeah, over. So yeah, and we were in the pool. And, like, we've always talked. Like, when we do the podcast at the pool... You know, we got like towels and shit over the bourbons and we're trying to keep everything cool. And it was nice that... Um, well, that Azul we had at that time, you could get a bottle of Azul for 100, 110, 120. 
And now the damn things are back up to 160, 170. And um, Mark brought it to the Agua Farm over at my place. We had just gotten the pool in. And I'm like, he's like, hey, I'm making drinks today. I'm like, great, because normally I make them. Anyway, we probably drank that Azul for two hours. And I was like, oh, God. I didn't know how it was going to hit me. And it was absolutely fantastic. Me and him shared that bottle. And uh, he stepped away for a call. But I don't know exactly what he mixed it with. But let me tell you something. It was fantastic. It was light. It was good. What did we mix the Azul with? Nothing. Oh, we just did straight up Azul on ice? Ice with a little salt and a lime. Oh, really? That's Azul. Yeah, that's the beauty. That's what I was trying to sh I remember when you kind of had the same response. I was like, hey, we're going to drink tequila like I, I did when, when we did that podcast and that bottle of brandy. And I was like, bro, I'm not drinking fucking brandy. And I'm I not did like doing three it. shots of Patron and I was like getting giddy. Well, I was like, this is, oh, this is where in like even pairing with cigars, I don't believe in bourbon that there's okay yeah there's like mellow corn right and you do have like if you can get a gallon of bourbon for twelve dollars maybe don't drink that right but in bourbon you can find twenty dollar bottles that are just as good if not better than a fifteen thousand dollar bottle right you can't do that in tequila okay a fifteen thousand dollar bottle of tequila is going to taste like sweet candy the whole time you drink it with a little bit of a bite you drink Jose Cuervo for a night, you're in fucking pain for a week. You know what I mean? Um, and it it's interesting when I found that out. Like I'm a tequila guy. Like I like margaritas. I like you know. And I and I got into tequila by just trying certain things. Hang on, that's Aaron Seagos going. So anyway, what he's basically saying is. We've been dipping into the tequila market a little bit. From time to time, we've had some good rums. Um, I'm a pina colada guy. When I was down in Key West, we were... Um, I went to this rum bar with 300 different rums, and I, I picked up this bamboo rum, and it really had a beautiful banana flavor to it. And what they did down there is they made my pina colada with a specific white rum, and then they finished it. They created kind of a moat, and then they topped it off with a topper, and we used that banana Bombay rum, and it was fantastic. So we've been dipping a little into the tequila, trying to find something relatively inexpensive. So we, we got, got um, enjoy. we got people coming for the tailgate shit. So um, oh, forget to pay Jack. Uh, um, so yeah, I found that in tequila and like, so I, I went through all like the big name brands, you know, like George Clooney shit and you know, Michael Jordan actually has a very good tequila. Um, but I started bouncing around through them and the thing that I found is like, look, Plaza Azul, when I was buying Azul all the time, it was like $79 a bottle. Okay. Like everything else, people cut onto it. You know, like my, my dream bottle of Azul is the double Añejo. And they have a Dia de Muerte bottle that is the Day of the Dead bottle. Beautifully hand-painted. Dia de Muerte, Day of the Dead. Dia de Muerto. But the bottle is three, dollars $4,000, right? Yeah, we're not uh, buying that. No, sir. And But when you find great tequila, and I shouldn't say that you got to spend hundreds of dollars on tequila. A lot of the tequila we've been drinking together, those bottles are $40, 50 bucks, Right? But 
there's something so fascinating about if you give yourself a chance with tequila and ice and don't mix it, right? You thought we were mixing that azul. I thought you were putting something in No, it. sir. Okay. You pour it on ice. Now explain a minute. There's basically three kinds of tequila. Yep. There's like two, career, uh, two like semi-clear. Reposado, and Añejo. Now in that, you can do a Añejo is the, the dark Extra one. aged, yes. And Reposado, so Blanco is. That's the one I bought, the Añejo um, 11.49. Okay. It's fantastic. And I, I just did a shot of it. It was clean, it was nice. I had a little lime, no fucking salt, no puckering. It just was very clean and very good. So I'm excited for me and you to try that. And I'm figuring well. we're a couple weeks away from maybe pool time. Um, we're still, the nights are so cold, it's hard on the heater to try to get it. Um, but we're a few away. Well, yeah, no, I mean, wrap this up. Yeah, we'll, we'll button it up. Let's go ahead and do that. We got everyone starting to show up. Yeah, we can smoke, hang out, and then do what we're going to do. So, all right, guys, well, thank you. Wish us luck today. Oh, the Battle Hawks pull this thing out by 35 or more points, which would be great. Go and Battle Hawks. I'm hoping let's let them, let's head them, let's let them have a touchdown. And uh, possible field goal, but I, I, I'd like to see something like 32 to 10, 32 to that. Let's do our part and get our 19 points, our better, and let's see what the fucking happens. So listen, guys, we're down here at the Battle Hawk um, tailgate. It's a beautiful day. The flags are flying. All the Battle Hawk freaks are here, and they're coming in in droves. And the sun is still shining on the bourbon cowboy. I'm going to go out first and let the Viking Let's see if we can get one of these to cut this thing out. Hey, can I get a kaka? There you go. Hey, from Craft of Hero. Viking, take us out. Hey, Mahalo, guys. Thank you so much. We're out here. You heard it. I'm going to kick this guy's ass in Cornwall, so we got we to gotta go. All right. We'll catch you next week. Later.